On tonight's show, we have Southeastern Louisiana University's Dean of Students, Dr. Gabe Willis. And now for your host, Cool Park. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Kicking it with Cool Car, episode 45. 45, y'all. We're keeping it going, man. We have some great guests on here. Keep bringing you these tools. Keep bringing you these values. If you are, if you're new to the show, I just invite you to subscribe, you know, so I can continue bringing you all the jewels and the gems that my guests bring to me and I can give to you and you can enjoy it. All right. So once again, I want to tell everybody, please go out and vote. Make a difference. You cannot complain if you're not going to go out and do your part. So get out there and vote. I don't do politics like that, but cash your vote. I've already done mine. It's early voting. I know somewhere in some states you can't even do uh, early voting. I had a guest on last week, uh, Dr. Barbara Coney, and she was telling me in Mississippi, there's no early voting. And I think that's a trap. Just my personal opinion. I think it's a trap because you got one day for everybody to get out there and cast a vote. It's kind of hard sometimes. Uh, But yeah, anyway, voting season, election season, Dr. Barbara Coney, she was running for a school board. On, on this year's election in Mississippi, and this year's uh, ballot, I'm sorry, in Mississippi. So she came on to talk about what you know she's doing on her campaign run and what she would do and will do when she gets on the school board out there. So and listen, man, prayers out to her. I wish her well. I think she's going to do great. I think she's going to get it. Very, very well-educated, elegant, classy woman. Uh, so and really enjoyed her conversation, really enjoyed her interview. Hope you guys uh, can check that out. If you haven't checked it out, you know, it's on the channel. Check out the replay, episode 44. Um, yeah, so it's good, man. But to keep that going, I got another educator. Got another educator, Dr. Gabe Willis. He's joining me today. He is the Dean of Students at Southeastern Louisiana University. We're going to keep it going, man. We're talking big stuff here, all right? Got some educators on here. It's election season. It's voting season. It's education time. Hey, man, you kicking it? Let me bring him on in with a nice little warm welcome, and we're going to let him tell you all about what he's got going on and how he's leading people to excellence. These students, young men and women, yeah, it's going down like that. Dr. Gabe Willis, welcome to the show, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate <laughs> yes, Appreciate definitely. It. Hey, man, it's voting season. It's election time. It's only right that I bring on some leaders, some leaders in their own right. Have you come on here, just drop gems, drop knowledge, show people how to lead, talk excellence. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad you talked about voting season, man. Everybody get out exercise the right that is yours exercise the right you know that so many before us have come and and you know bled for and 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 really had a hard time doing 
and some still have a hard time doing so so make sure you get out that absolutely man talk about that because that is that is forgotten about it's forgotten about about what so many went through just for us to have this right we didn't always have this right yeah man i get i get chills thinking about it you know all the movies that that kind of replay throughout the years and, and you see you know the blood the sweat the walking the yeah you know the the, the threats the violence that that just to get to a pole you know, some of the laws that were in place, you know, that, that really made it tough to even have that right. So, right. you know, it's it's easier for us now for what people have done in the past. So, Absolutely. You know, the, the least we can do is get out and exercise that right. Man. Absolutely. That's scary to even think about. Just think about I that. It's like, you, you were, like when I, I was talking about, you know, Mississippi, you can only vote the day of, like talking about a trap when you have no voice. Yeah. And you're already in the condition that you're in. I couldn't imagine, man. You it's know? uh, it's hard to fathom what many went through just to for for what so many take for granted right now. Yeah, you know, you know, it wasn't a game to them. That's why if you if you talk to a person that that's a little older and you talk about voting and you you fool around and say you're not gonna vote. So <laughs> you might, you, <laughs> you might get slapped twice. <laughs> you just might get slapped twice. You might get slapped twice. You just might. They, they suffered or they endured a lot to get to that point. So. Yeah, yeah. And it, it should be celebrated for people, even especially young voters, to get even new young voters to get out, vote, have their voice be heard. You know, uh, when I went to the polls, man, they were celebrating new voters, first time voters. Yeah. When the first time voters stepped up to the table, Everybody yeah. celebrated and they shouted it out. First time yeah. voter, they're clapping and celebrating because it's a big deal. I think know? I think that has to become the new norm to where we we glorify because again, you would think that people would find it important, but not everybody does. They don't. So sometimes you have to do different things, such as celebrating new voters to yeah. get them back to the polls. And Absolutely. if you catch them at eighteen, it becomes a habit. It yes. Becomes a habit. You start them young, and they're going to vote all the time. So, yes. Yes. So yeah, man. Absolutely. I took I took my daughter with me so she could see, you know. Yeah. And, and the experience, you know. And now she's talking about, you know, I'm a future voter. She got a sticker, future voter. Yeah. So that matters. Yeah. Yep. You gotta you gotta condition them. You gotta put them in that absolutely. element. So. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So listen, you. First and foremost, I got a question for you because mm-hmm. you, you're in a position that you lead people every day. Yeah. What? In like what drives you to keep chasing excellence as a leader? Speak to that. Oh man, you know, this started, man. My pops, you know, my pops a long time ago, man, he he would always say, you know, your your name is gonna go further than you'd ever know. You know, you're I'm just preparing you because your name is gonna be great. Um, and he would always say, you know, greatness is in you. You know, they're going to be come, coming to call for you. Um, and that just stu- stuck with us. Um, and it's really all about purpose as well. Um, I, I tell people this all the time. I am meant to be on a college campus. Uh, I am meant to lead young people. I am meant to lead anyone entering higher education who wants to recreate their future or to begin their future. Um, so it's, it's purpose driven, man. Um, I would do it for free, but my wife ain't playing that. Um, you know, that ain't, that ain't happening. I don't, I, I don't um, think anybody's wife is playing that. Nah, we got, we got bills, we got wants and we got needs. Right. Um, but man, it's a, it's, this is a passion. 
uh, this this environment. There is nothing like being on a college campus and seeing 18-year-olds coming out of high school and even seeing an older population who's coming in to reinvent themselves. Yeah. There, there is nothing like it. Uh, and being able to engage, uh, equip, motivate, uh, correct, discipline um, that population, man, it drives it drives me to the fullest. When did you when did you know? When did you know that was for you? That you wanted to be on campus? When did you know that? I was 26, man. I was 26. I, I was I was doing some instructing at Jones County Community College in mm-hmm. Ellisville, Mississippi. Uh, and I met a guy named Dr. Sam Jones. Uh, he was the dean of students at Jones, Jones County Community College. Um, and I saw how he interacted with me, the, my other colleagues in the campus. And, and I was like, man, I'm going I'm to be Sam Jones. Like, I'm going to be Sam Jones one day. And I wrote it down at 26. I said, I want to be the dean of students by the time I'm 35 years old. Um, and I became dean of students at like 32. Wow. But at that, at that point, I knew this is the environment for me. This is where I will have the biggest impact. Yeah. Because it's it's a new energy every day. No matter if you're having a bad day, you're going to come across somebody who's either high energy or they're having a worse day than you and they need you to pick them up. Yeah. So it's always going to be something new every day. And at, at, at 26, I knew the campus life was for me. I mean, it, it has to be uh, invigorating to come across kids, man, that who ha- who are bright-eyed and Bro. it is nothing but... Uh, it's like excitement for the possibilities you know what i'm saying there's a there's a innocence there's a vigor there's an arrogance there's a mischief you know there's everything in these kids that i had in me like i was i was all of that so so when i see them and i see this this blank slate and and all i can think about is seed sowing like i can't I may not see the end product for any of these kids, yeah. But it's just deposits every day, deposits. Yeah. Every time I see somebody, I make a deposit, and and eventually, man, they may pan out like me. You know, I was I was that knucklehead, that hardhead, that mm-hmm. that kid who didn't really care about class. And when I when I bump into somebody like that, it's definitely go time. <laughs> it's definitely I gotta see you, and you gotta see me. Yeah. Um, because you just never know. And, and, and yeah, man, just to see even the older student that we get, because the, you know, the, the non-traditional student is, is becoming the norm now. Yeah. So when you, when you see those non-traditional students, they mean business when they get there. Yep. Most, most of the time they're funding their own education yep. and they ain't got time to play. So it's a different student. So, you know, your approach changes a little bit, but it's still that hungry student. Yeah, they're on a mission, you know, because oh, they, they've already experienced oh. some life. And, yeah, and, and you know, they've they probably been turned around a few times and now they're looking for another way. They and they, they may fool around and slap somebody in class if they're playing too much. I've heard plenty of times, Dr. Willis, these kids, they come to class to play and I don't have time to play. And I'm yeah. like, Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so you said something when you when you when you get to the knuckleheads, when you, you gotta approach them and talk to them. And mm-hmm. I, I want I want you to speak to all the all the students, but especially them. Like, how do you connect? Because I already know you're relatable. Because I see you, you know, I see your social yeah. media, man. You're active. These kids are loving you. 
But how yeah. do you connect with these kids, especially the ones who, who are pushing back against the system? You know, don't really want to go to class. They're spending their money, wasting the money. They want to be there, but they don't want to be there. Yeah. How do you relate? How do well, you relate? that was, you know, for, for one, that was that was me somewhat, right? That was, you know, I wasn't the extreme knucklehead, but I had a little don't care in my system. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, man, it's really seeking to know them first. Okay. Like in seeking that relationship aspect first before I kind of break down and try to get into all their business. You know, that's why I'm always just walking around campus, just being seen, talking to people. Uh, that way, people are comfortable coming to me to say, hey, look, I'm messing up. Like, I, like I, I'm messing up. I can't get right. I need help. Because eventually, they all come to that point. Mm. They all come to that point to where it's like, I was a knucklehead. And I'll give you an example. I passed a kid on the elevator one time. Um, and, and, and he got his pants down, sagging. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, you, can, you know, pick your pants up a little bit for me. He said, man, F you on the elevator. Like, and somebody was like, man, you know who that is? Like, you know, that's, that's our genus too. He said, man, I don't care. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make a scene. Right. Because, it's, because it's all approach. Right. It's all approach. You know, you, you approach somebody with disrespect, they're probably going to give you disrespect back. Yeah, for sure. Um, and in that situation, even though I didn't disrespect him, he did it to me and I just let it go. Yeah. Two months later, the same student, the same student needs to be admitted into the university. Wow. Who does he have to come see? He has to come see me. And of course, I make a joke about it. I say, oh, you, you know, oh, you you the one that went off with me on the elevator. And he said, oh, Dean, I was having a bad day, yada, yada, yada. You know, but of, of course, I'm going to accept that. And now it's go time. Let me help you. Yeah. Let's figure out how we can grind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you know. It's all relational, man. Even with the hard-headed kids, man, it's all relational. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, I see. I see your social media, and I just, you know, I, I find a joy in watching it. You know, you interacting with them, and that's why I was like, man, I gotta have you on here because that that means something. You know, yeah. in, in today's society, man, it means something. You gotta speak to the leaders like yourself who are out there really making a difference for the future leaders of the world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we can glorify this celebrity and that celebrity and, and this person and that person, but it's you and people like yourself who are really making a difference because you are touching and teaching and guiding young adults to excellence and to become better, better versions of themselves and to lead this country in the future. It's the trenches, man. Yeah. It's the trenches. For sure. Trenches. Every day. Them. Every day. I commend you, man. I commend you. Did now were you ever were you ever a teacher? Because I, like you're teaching, you're teaching yeah. right now. I would say you're probably teaching by more of example mm-hmm. and um, influence than instructional. But you're still a yeah. teacher. But have you ever taught? Yeah, I'm actually. Um, I was actually in the classroom first few years of my my career. Um, I'm actually still an adjunct instructor for, for a school called Southern New Hampshire University. Okay. Uh, so I, I still teach. I still instruct. Um, I, I, I like the classroom aspect of it. I didn't like all the grading uh, and <laughs> things like that. But it was a one one thing students have to do every day. They have to go to class like yeah. they. So that time that they that they're in your class, they're your captured audience. So within that time period that they have to come see you. You have the time to sow a seed, to make deposits, 
to impact their lives in a positive manner. So absolutely, you know, shout out, shout out to our faculty who are full time and who do it every day. Yeah, uh, because it's tough, especially in the midst of COVID. Man, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. Everybody's adjusting on the fly. Uh, everybody's having to create these different plans online, right. in person, hybrid. Um, so shout out to everybody adjusting in the classroom because it's, it's not easy. I was going to ask easy. you uh, a little bit about how you guys are handling COVID, you know, with the separation mm-hmm. and just, you know, yeah. uh, just following protocol. Like, how's that been for you guys on campus? How you, you know what, manage that? It's actually been the preparation was hard because it was so much unknown because you were making plans, you were preparing, but you didn't know. Yeah. Like, All right. We're going to we're going to make sure. The, we're going to check the capacity of each classroom, each building on campus. Every building, we had to check the capacity. We're going to make sure the residence halls were wiped down on a regular basis. We're going to make sure the student union uh, had glass or, or these little private shields in between the tables. Uh, we're going to make sure we put masks everywhere on campus because we had to have a mask mandate, okay. social distancing mandate. Uh, so it was a lot of preparation, man. And it's still, you know, people are getting tired. People mm-hmm. are tired of the whole COVID thing. Oh, man. People are tired of the precautions. Um, yeah. You know, and it's it's hard to keep people diligent. So that's what I preach all the time. If you follow me on Twitter, at Dr. Gabe Willis, um, I'm always preaching, you know, mask up, student body, social distance. Uh, we have to stay diligent because this thing can spike at any point. Um, right. I actually do the contact tracing uh, for our student body on campus. Okay. And it, it can it can spike at any point. Um, but but everybody, you know, we call it a, a pivot in higher education, uh, but we've pivoted pretty good. We, we've we've tried to to take all the precautions that we could and, and we're doing a good job, doing a good job. Yeah, man, that's that's, that's great to hear. How mm-hmm. is how does the uh, the contact tracing thing work? Um, well, we, we at, at Southeastern, we go on a self-reporting model mm-hmm. that if a, if a student um if they've been exposed to somebody positive with COVID, if they, you know, if they haven't, they're having symptoms or they've gotten a test and they're positive themselves, mm-hmm. we have, we have a self-reporting model that they can go to this, our website and they can report that they, that they've experienced one of the three. Okay. Uh, and then, then we have a team, you know, once we get all that information, we have a two-step process. Once they get all that information, you know, we, we're making calls, we're, we're, we're making calls, we're emailing, trying to figure out, you know, Okay, you were exposed. Who are you exposed to? You're positive. Who okay. did you be? You know, do you have a roommate? Do you live on campus? Right. Do you work on campus? So it's just a matter of making calls and and figuring out where they've been and figuring out isolation and quarantine times. So, so now y'all playing detective and forensics. We're playing everything. Man. That, is, <laughs> that is that is probably the hardest undertaking that I have right now. Is uh is leading that team. Man, I can imagine. But it's going well, man. We got we have a solid group. We got we got good people, man. You you hire good people, you train them, and you get the heck out of the way, and, and, and you're good. Let them do their job, yeah. Yep. So what about initiatives? Are there any? Are you working on like any initiatives or any type of change you're trying to bring about on campus that you could see uh, standing the test of time, even after your tenure? You know, something that that you'll be remembered for. And not saying that you're looking for the glory or anything like that, but just something that you right. see that needs to change or an initiative you're trying yeah. to. You know what I mean? One thing we um, one thing we brought about about two years ago um, was this this our early alert system. Uh, it's called the Lion Intervention Network, mm. and it's a non-punitive way of of that faculty 
can report students who are having difficulty transitioning okay. into college or they have a death in the family or they're sick or they car their car broke down right so so if you have an issue in my class and you say hey dr willis you know i had my, my mom passed right so through that line intervention network that faculty is going to report and say hey eric's mom you know mom passed you know please reach out so they can have resources and things like that mm, so okay when that happens now we begin a process of you know reaching out to the student making sure they're good making sure they have excused absences so that that was created two years ago the first year we had about 60 reports the second year we had about 400 reports oh wow the third year so so that's something i was a part of on the front end that is always going to be there that wow. early alert system will maintain there forever unless somebody comes and changes the name but that's going to be there all the time and, and we're i think right now we're already at about 600 reports so so it um it's it's one thing one initiative that came up a, a couple years ago that's going to sustain but anything right now i would say no because we're really to be honest we're just trying to make sure we get through safely like we're trying to get through safely uh we we've put some some measures in place we've abbreviated the semester a little bit um so we're just trying to make sure we do the the small things right mm -hmm. and where we can innovate we will but it's all about being consistent oh my god what happened yeah i think we lost him for a second but he'll get back there you go all right i don't <laughs> see you though you don't see me yeah i got you you got me okay cool i got you cool 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 I got you. I thought I put it on Do Not Disturb. No, it's all good, man. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. So yeah, but that, listen, man, that that line of communication uh, anonymously for the for the students, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think that's needed. A lot of students feel alone when they're going through things, and they don't yeah. want to be judged, so they keep it to themselves. So yeah, I think that's excellent. I think that line right there is going to save lives. You know. And it does. And the, 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 what it does is connect dots. It connects dots. So if somebody is reported through that early alert system, it's saved in a database. And now we get to, we get to communicate with different people on campus to say, all right, you were reported here. Were you also reported here? Okay. Are you having financial aid issues? Are you having classroom issues? Are you seeing the right. Are you registered so, with disability service? So you can see the trickle down. So now it's a we're connecting the dots, and when you kind of infiltrate early, you cut something off that could have been really bad. Man. And that is the importance of that platform. It's caught so many issues early that could have led to something horrible. Wow. Do you so know? Yeah, it's, it's it's good. Do you know of any other universities that have that? I think everybody has an early alert system. Okay. I don't know if they function the same way. Okay. Um, everybody has some type of early alert system, but I don't know if everybody's function uh, like ours does. But everybody everybody has it in some capacity. Yeah. They okay. better. They better if they don't. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Especially with the way mental health is. You got to have something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about something that, so a lot of people don't want to talk about. It. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> All right. Black Lives Matter. Okay. Okay. You're in the deep south, right? And we already know about racial tension. It it exists. Um, opinions exist. Whatever right. whatever you want to call it, it exists. Mm -hmm. How were you able to address that on campus? 
did was it an issue did it come up did students come to you to talk about it how do you address it did you spearhead it before anyone could even so so when all when all a lot of this went down man we you know what i had to tell students is y'all tend to forget that i'm a i'm a black man first like i'm i'm anything you're experiencing from society and you see you know some of the police brutality some of the you know George Floyd all that good stuff yeah. and anything that's impacting you as a as a black student trust me trust me I'm going through it as well so yeah. even one night man we had a we had a forum over zoom um to kind of kind of bring students together to talk about a lot of issues happening in society yeah um to talk about you know some of the racism some of our experiences and man that call got infiltrated with a zoom bomber and that and all they would say they just t- started typing in inward 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 are you inward. serious yeah man it got infiltrated while we're trying to kind of mend and cope hey. with, with the it, it got infiltrated and i posted that on twitter and the tweet went crazy um but but it's it's really hard you know working at a predominantly white institution um being a black administrator understanding our plight many times in society mm-hmm. and also being vulnerable enough with our students to let them know that yes i experience the same things right right i go through the same things i, I have some of these same experiences i even had a, i had a, i had a sit down with a colleague and i said hey you know if, if i don't look like this every day like if i go into a store and i look like this it's all good it's all good but on the weekends i go out in my workout clothes and it's a different experience. Yes. <laughs> right? It's a different experience. Yep. So I had to I had to talk about my experience as a black man and what some of our kids, you know, as black students experience within yeah. society. Yep. So it's a it is it is it is hard. It's tough, especially being in the deep south. Right. And not everybody's on board. This not is, everybody's uh, on board. They ain't on board, boy. Woo! <laughs> 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 ain't on board. So how do you, so do you, I mean, some people, you just, you know, some people are are strong uh, willed when it comes to those ideas and it's nothing you can really say to them. Uh, It's it's all about finding it in their heart. Uh, It's it's a heart thing. But let me, go ahead. But I was going to say for the most part, like the majority of campus, were you able to have people stand in solidarity and at least know that, you know, what's going on is wrong? You know, or you don't really get that deep into it. You don't really want to. We, get too I political. think there's a large part of our campus that you know when, when you kind of look at it that that would that would stand in solidarity, um, but the large part also don't want to have the conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say they just want to kind of they know it exists. They feel some type of way about it, not really it's, against it, but they don't want to. They don't want to talk about it, and that's what that's what everybody was saying. It's like we all have white Caucasian friends who support us, support what we do, know that it's wrong, yeah, but are speechless. They're silent, yeah. and it's what a, good does that do? You gotta be, you gotta be a racism interrupter. Like, are you, like, you can support me, but are you inter? What What does it look like outside of my presence? Right. Right. What does it look like 
when you're at a dinner table and some, somebody says something that that you know you don't stand for, are you going to correct them? Are you going to correct them? Exactly. You know? And are I don't you... think there's enough of that. Yeah. There, there's, yeah, absolutely. There's not enough of that. And I, until we get to that point, like I, I told a group, a group of colleagues right now a few weeks ago, I said, until we get to a point where where people who look like me aren't really causing the ruckus and trying to fight this thing and it's more more people that look like y'all fighting it yeah you know then then we can you know we'll have we'll have more growth we'll it's not enough growth, but... it's not enough of them that want to get uncomfortable or be uncomfortable or judged by their peer group yeah it, and it, it's, it's difficult it's difficult for them yeah, um for sure but but I, I do have a lot of colleagues that are i, I have a lot of colleagues and not necessarily at Southeastern, some are, but at, at other institutions that that are there. Um, they're ready. They stand on the front line and, and they, they're committed. So, yeah. you know, if we, can, if we can grow more in that area, it, it would be, of course, better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, yeah. right? It's not just there, everywhere. So what about voting, man? We were talking about voting earlier. Um, any voting initiatives that you had on campus, led on campus to kind of get young adults to get out there and vote? And... I, I think right now our our student government association is about to kick off something uh, for our student population to get out and vote if they haven't already. Um, I know that's been a hot topic. So, you know, some of, some of the SGA presidents within our area, they were trying to petition to have a complete day off. Uh, to go to go vote, like having excused absences to get get to the polls and go vote. I don't great. think I don't know if that's going to work, um, <laughs> but, but they definitely they definitely shot for it. Um, but it's a it's an initiative going on most campuses. So okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to something on, on our campus as well. Yeah, it, it, it matters yeah. so much right now. We it's need, essential. We it's need them. We need yeah, them. They're, boy. they're trying them. to educate Every, any any program they have. They always add voting to it. Like how can okay. we educate about voting and have our program? Okay, yeah, so, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's needed. It's definitely needed, man. Oh my god, right now, yeah. gotta we, get out. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So, what's uh, what's next on your radar for for campus? Like, what after COVID, after the whole COVID thing, what's next for you? I COVID is here. <laughs> Can't look past COVID right now. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, you know. I, I was on a on a webinar the other day, um, talking about COVID with the Louisiana Health Department, and you know, for the foreseeable future, it's going, it's going to be, it's going to be with us. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be trying to be mindful and diligent in doing the little things. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to try to open it up a little more. Um, which we have going into phase three, we've opened it up. We, you know, our organizations are having in-person programs and things like that, but it's really just being mindful and diligent, man. I think that that message has to be consistent And the crazy. I won't say crazy, but not everybody feels the same way about masks. And oh, so distancing. Please. I know um, there, there are some that, that think it's a scam that think it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, and they express that by not wearing the mask and not social distancing. So, you know, we're, we're always fighting that. Um, so I think it's really getting to a place where we can do those things consistently. Yeah. Um, always, you know, working to engage our students, to educate our students, to provide top notch programming. Um, but I've been harping on just doing the small things, right? Like, I just want to focus on the small things, doing those things consistently, um, and effectively. I'm a, I'm a, I have a very high expectation 
on, on, on certain things. So, so I've been a stickler on the small things here lately and making sure we get those right. Absolutely. It's, it's, it, man, listen, the small things can curve the big things. Just yeah. that simple. Yep. Wear the mask. Just put the mask on. Simple put thing. Put the mask on. You know, sanitize, wash your hands. I mean, I hope I hope people take from this once this all blows over to just be more, you know, sanitize more. Be conscious. Be more sanitary. Clean. Yeah. Yep. Wash your yep. hands, man. I go into restrooms and I see so many people go in and come out, don't wash their hands. I mean, oh, I don't... Man, you know what I mean? Like, that's all just nastiness. It's germs. Disgusting. You know? Let me ask you. So you said that they were fighting to, well, basically throwing out the idea of having a day off so everyone can go vote. So I take it in Louisiana, there is early voting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, early, early voting is taking place right now. So okay. yeah, you can, you can vote early. You can, you can do mail-in ballots, all that good stuff. A lot of people have already went and, and voted early. And actually, like my, my boss actually went today and he said he stood in line for about an hour. Okay. About an hour a day, but I've I've seen some people. They said they've been in line three or four hours. Yeah, I went to a place where it was. A, it looked like it was gonna be three or four, and I drove right off. And then crazy, uh, crazy, crazy. There's a place on the other side of town. I always go to because I was mm-hmm. closer by this other place, but it was you know like three four hours. Went to this yeah. other place. I know the money spot. And right. I was in and out in twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think I think the good thing is that everybody's mindful now. It's it's yeah. it's it's being talked about everywhere. Even on our on this platform, we've talked about it a few times. You turn you turn on any radio station, they're talking about voting. Yeah. You, you go to anybody's platform on social media, they're they're talking about making sure you vote. Uh, they're having these celebrities try to do these sexy photos and encourage people to <laughs> to vote. Hey, they, they, it's go. Everybody's going all out. Hey, whatever they have to do, whatever it takes. Yeah, you know? whatever it takes. So. Yeah, so yeah definitely yeah. man but yo listen i i really appreciate you coming on enjoy the conversation uh yes, very sir, informative man. uh yeah man keep doing and keep continuing to lead and grooming these students into excellent hey. leaders yeah for sure that's what we're gonna do appreciate you having me on yeah Bye. definitely man definitely and i and i look forward to seeing you you know your next step Whatever, whatever you got going on in the future, I know it's going to be great. I'll be watching because I check your social media all the time. Like I said, man, it inspires me to see you lead those children and, and those students the way you do. And and just how, sure. how relatable you are to them. Because, you know, anything that I see you in, it's like they love you, man. Like you're one of them, you know? Yeah. And that that's the goal, man. The goal is to be as relatable as possible and be present. Yeah. Be present, be responsive, be consistent. Yeah. If they don't trust you, they're not going to listen to you. At all. <laughs> at all. At all. And they barely gonna do it after they trust you. Right. <laughs> so, right, right. But at least at least if you're relatable, they'll open up to you. No, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, man. Keep leading, keep inspiring, man. Proud of you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, sir. It. Hey y'all. Right. Go check out Dr. Gabe Willis. It's DR underscore Gabe Willis on Instagram and it's just Dr. Willis on Dr. Twitter. Gabe Willis. Dr. Gabe Willis, I'm sorry, yeah, Dr. Gabe Willis on Twitter. Um, he's very active, so if you want to support and just follow what he's doing, doing great things, do that. Subscribe to the show. Y'all go check him out. Check me out on Instagram as well, Cool Card. I'll be here every Tuesday, 10 p.m., another guest, bringing you value, bringing you gems. All right? Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Until next time, next Tuesday, I don't know who I have, but I'll know then. You'll know then, too. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Hey, have a good night. Appreciate you. All right. Yeah.